Okay, here we go. See if we're see if we're feeling smart and eloquent today, Bob. <laughs> Five, four, three. Welcome to Car Wash, the podcast. Your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. So put it in neutral, feed off the brakes, and take your hands off the steering wheel. Here is your guide on this journey. Car Wash Magazine Editor-in-Chief, Matt DeWolf. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Car Wash the Podcast, the podcast that makes you a better car washer and a slightly better human being. Friends, I am your host, as always, Matt DeWolf, Editor-in-Chief of Car Wash Magazine. And today, we are talking about... ICA's latest research, the consumer study that was released in 2022 here, uh, we're going to be talking to Bob Klein, ICA's research director, who has been working with us on the study for a number of years now. And and you may be surprised at what we're going to find in this study. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to bring Bob on. Bob, welcome to the show. Thanks, Matt. So this study, you know, one would think normally, you know, we do this study every three years and you would think, ah, it's probably not going to change too much. Uh, in any given period, but this one's pretty different. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty different, particularly given the timing of when we fielded, which was in October and still in the midst of the pandemic, things starting to get a little bit better. You would have expected perhaps some uh, pretty devastating findings as we saw in so many different uh, retail businesses, but the resiliency of our industry um, shine through in a way that um, I think in many ways makes us the envy of, uh, of retail businesses. Yeah, we've been saying it for a while now. It's, uh, it's not a bad time to be in car washing. Um, but so let's, let's go a little further, right? So the consumer side of this equation, uh, obviously people were still getting their car washed, especially during the pandemic. I think there's some emotional things that go with that in terms of the experience that was being created and the, you know, it was something people could do. But let's talk about um, what is the what does the study kind of bear out for us in terms of the state of the industry from the consumer side? Yeah, the um, uh, the the big picture is that uh, really the 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 industry is stronger than ever, and um, we look at one metric, uh, Matt. For those who are are familiar, going back all the way to uh, 1996, and it's that beautiful. Uh, chart that you so often look for where you're looking at your competition, which if you will, is do it yourself home washers. Yeah. And those who have chosen a, uh, a professional car wash back in 96, it was relatively equal. In fact, 52% of folks who washed their car were washing at home 48 at a pro wash. Well, we fast forward to 2022 and what do we see? We see that professional car washing has risen to an all-time high of 78% of all washers. And that is folks who choose to wash their car at a pro wash most often, while only 22% washed at home by themselves most often. You know, it's interesting um, to hear that because and I've I've sat through a number of these studies over the years. I've seen that number kind of tick up incrementally. But in this last one, it was not an incremental. You know, I, I remember times when it would be like we would celebrate the fact that it went from 60 to 62 percent. 
this this like l- leaped big time. Do you have any sense for like what drove that? Yeah, well, actually, just to clarify, Matt, the 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 uptick was not wasn't huge. We went from approximately seventy seven percent washing at a pro wash most often in the twenty nineteen study up to about seventy eight percent. But the fact still remains that that it it continues that long term trend, and it is that you know those crossing lines. There's a whole nother part of the, the, the dynamic here that I suspect you'll want to talk about during the podcast, and that is what's the impact of, of subscription programs on that change in consumer behavior? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll get into that here in a, in a moment, but I, um, I want to come back a little bit to, you know, when you think about, you're never going to get to 100%, right? You're never going to have... It, universal adoption. But I, I wonder what, what do you think the number is, right? Like, or, or even there's probably math things and that suggest that you can get to a, a theoretical, whatever percent, do you think we're like 90%, 92%? Is there a number? Uh, Matt, I only think it's going to increase in the future. Um, we talked in, in a podcast a little while back that, what you know what's been going on with convenience overall in our you know in our world and you know we'll talk more about this at the car wash show when i have the privilege of presenting and convenience continues to go up and up and up across every single category and as the generations um you know frankly you know my generation 65 just barely and plus um, you know, as as we grow older, we've grown into this world of convenience. Mm. But my kids have grown up in a world of convenience. These are the, you know, these are the kids, you know, 25 to 35 years old. They've only seen the increase in convenience. Yeah. And people love this about our industry. They love the immediate gratification that comes with the ability to go into a wash in anywhere from a matter of minutes to a few more minutes, depending on the level of service being provided, uh, they get an incredible result and they love it. Yeah. There's a lot of factors at play here, but it really is um, now more than ever. It's in, it's an easier process to get your car washed for the customer. It's easier to, and faster to get through from a payment perspective for the customer. Um, and it's it's because of the unlimited programs that we're going to talk about now. Because of that, it makes the I, I don't know. It makes them feel like they're part of something. So that's my wash. I'm a member. I'm going to go there and I'm going to wash my vehicle. Um, so let's talk a little bit about how uh, unlimited members or subscription programs have impacted kind of that wash frequency for the consumer, the wash adoption of the uh, normal consumer. Yeah, it's a it's a reflection of all the data and all that we see about how much people love a clean car and how mm-hmm. many you know how many wash, um, and uh, it's it's near universal. They may not wash some may not wash all that often, but the number who wash regularly. In fact, this year we saw in the study, Matt, that the average number of washes per year increased from eleven to twelve. So one full 
additional wow. wash. And that may sound like, you know, not so much. But when you think about that kind of an increase, you're looking at nearly 10%. But what's also happened during that time is I believe the number, um, I believe the number is a 23% increase in subscription membership hmm. since 2019. Percentage of pro washers who now are, are subscription members. These are folks who want their car clean on a regular basis. They don't want to have to compromise. And they see the value that's being delivered. So as you were as you were speaking, Bob, I like had a mental flashback to one of the things we used to talk a lot about, which was um, how could we drive up the frequency of customers washing their vehicle, right? And and we used to talk about that in terms of what that could do for revenue for an organization. So this was like pre-subscriptions, right? Because you talk about, well, if that person's washing once a month, it sure would be nice to get their ticket average up to have them wash two times or three times. With a member, it it did that, but not in the way we, we thought it was going to, right? I mean, instead of um, increasing frequency for the retail consumer uh, or the or the standalone wash purchaser, it increased wash frequency among a membership population, which is having the great benefit of uh, driving revenue and stabilizing revenue for a, a ton of car wash operations out there. So I think it's, it was just kind of funny to reflect and be like, oh, look, we're, we were right, sort of, right? We, we were right. And another thing happens, as you, as you were saying that, Matt, another thing that happens, uh, you know, along the way is, you know, the death of any business is the demand for discounting, yeah. having to cheapen the quality of your product. And, you know, you talk about increasing frequency. What's the tactic that you see most often in any retail business? Let me give you a coupon. Let me discount it. Let me give you a buy, you know, buy five, get the sixth free. I, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not dinging those things. They're, they're part of running any, you know, any retail business. But when you can package it all up, into quality and value, the way that operators are successfully packaging it up, you deliver you deliver value that um, that consumers just love. In fact, they love it so much that the anticipated repeat rate for folks who are currently members of a subscription program, according to the study, is approximately eighty eight percent who say they're wow. going to renew their subscription in the next month. And this all ties back to entirely new data in this year's study, Matt, that I think that the, the listeners, the members are going to just love. And that is metrics of levels of satisfaction with washes by wash type and also among subscription members. This mm -hmm. is another cool thing. The satisfaction levels among subscription members are sky high. In fact, better than 90% say that the experience overall is very good or excellent. So I would hope I would, you know, I would hope that would be the case, right? You would hope that we're able to fulfill on a membership promise and a brand promise. Um, that's not always the case. Um, can you talk a little bit holistically what the numbers show in terms of customer satisfaction? Because on the one hand, yes, we're driving up wash frequency. We're getting club members. That's all great. We're delivering on the brand promise in many of those cases. But talk to me holistically. What did, what did the data say? 
Yeah, I was just looking over to refer to a few things. Overall, across the the industry, all wash types, we're looking at uh, approximately 55% of customers who say that they're very satisfied. For those who are into market research, it's a a four-point scale from not at all satisfied to very satisfied. So you've got 55% overall satisfaction, but then to really understand what's driving those levels of satisfaction, you've got factors like overall quality, which also is at about 55. Pricing, folks are a little bit less satisfied with. 42% say that they're very satisfied. Value also at about 44%. The overall wash experience back to that average of 55%, same for customer service at at 54%. So if there's anything that brings it down in overall satisfaction, it's price per wash and perceived value per wash. Mm -hmm. But when you flip into the world of the subscription program, those factors are really ameliorated. Yeah. Because they're so pleased with the overall quality, value, et cetera, that they're getting from their subscription program. They're voting with their dollars. They're paying in advance for that subscription. And they're loving it. And it's, it's you know, it, it, it's the magic of, it's the magic in any business to create such loyal customers that you've got their, you know, you've got their money in hand. And you've got the cash flow advantages. And then, you know, maybe the dirty little secret, they're washing on average about two and a half times a month across right. all different um, all different wash types, all different uh, subscription programs. That's basically unchanged versus uh, the study three years ago. So, you know, from an, from an operator standpoint, you're also dealing with that measure of profitability. Well, what, it's funny because what you just said there is like, well, everything would be solved if everybody would just join a join a membership, just join a wash, right? Everybody would be happier because obviously on the operator side, we'd be happier because we'd have more, more members and more revenue. Turns out the uh, consumer study says that you would be happier too because you'd have a higher perceived value and you'd be you'd be overall more satisfied. So the moral of the story is: join your local car wash, and you're going to be a happy person. That's that's yeah, that's our you know, today. <laughs> you know that's right. So you know, bury the lead. So if yeah. it's if it's fifty five percent overall satisfaction among car wash users, it's seventy two percent are very satisfied among the subscription members. I was just looking up at at data from the study, Matt. And in fact, they like it so much that when we, this is something we started doing back in 2019, we have, uh, we have car wash consumers rank car washes in the context of 10 leading retail businesses. Overall, car wash, mem- car wash uh, users, uh, car wash consumers, rank car washes number three out of the top 10. And that's a significant increase from three years ago. You were talking earlier about some things that have changed. Yeah. This is one of the biggest. We went from uh, number five to number three. Hmm. But when you ask subscription members how they rank their car wash, number one. Huh. Number one among 10 retail businesses. Operators aren't just doing something right. 
they're doing a lot right. What do you think? So what do you think? These are lots of positive things. What are some things we can learn to do better based on what we're seeing in the, in the, in the data? That's a, a wonderful question, Matt, because, you know, you look at all the positive things uh, that are happening. Um, when you look at the industry as a whole, where there is human interaction, um, we ask a battery of questions. In fact, I believe we have 26 different adjectives in the study that would describe employees at their favorite car wash. Not one of those attributes ranks higher than 49%. Hmm. In other words, less than 50% on all these different attributes um, for, uh, for car wash employees overall based on consumer perceptions. The good news is, is that the top one is friendly yeah. at 49%. But when you start to look at measures like make me feel special, make me feel welcome, they fall in the 33% or below of, of consumers who would say that about employees at their local car wash. We got to be doing a lot right because the yeah. level of customer satisfaction is high overall. But there's a people part of the equation that still has a long way to go and a lot of opportunity. You know, you wonder... You wonder if part of that is because the consumers are getting more familiar with what it means to be a member of a something, right? So a gym membership, um, a subscriber to their local streaming platform, whatever it might be. I think that the consumer mindset is changing a little bit in terms of what they expect out of us, right? And so I think the, I think it's what you can be satisfied that insert your favorite subscription program of choice does a good job with what it's delivering to you. I pay the right price. It gives me what I want. Things end up the way I expect them to be. But I think when you start talking about, does it make you feel special and does it make you want to come back all the time? That's a different kind of conversation. I think that that's the place, friends and family, that um, we in the car wash industry have been trying to crack for a long time. And to say that we're trying to crack it is maybe too strong because I don't think that we've really put enough energy into it. And I, I think that if we can really focus on creating um, a memorable brand experience and taking people through the entire journey and creating that customer relationship, that's going to flip that needle for us. And that's going to turn that you know 49% friendly number into something way more impressive. And, and hopefully that, you know, in, in three years time, when we do the study again, instead of people saying that they only sometimes feel special, it's, they almost always feel special. I think that's the end goal. That's where we want to be. Yeah. I love where you're going. And, you know, it, the, one of the key questions that we also cover in the survey is uh, about uh, loyalty to a given location. Mm -hmm. And there's lots of things that you can do to engender loyalty. You know, you can have a clean facility. You can have, you know, um, uh, you can have a wash that has new equipment or freshened equipment um, in terms particularly of things touching, you know, touching the car. All the different sorts of, of things, you know, better quality vacuums if you're providing, a, you know, a self-vacuum facility, etc. Um, but people will still switch. 
between yeah. washes. You can be a car wash lover, but that doesn't mean you're going to stay loyal to a given location, especially, you know, it's the old story if it slips in any way. Yeah. And, you know, something slips, your aperture changes. And all of a sudden, uh, well, maybe I will try that other one. And you go to the other one and though maybe the quality isn't any better, it's about the same, but they treat you more personably, more nicely. And, uh, you know, it, 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 it makes, it, it, it makes a difference. And, um, I, I know how mindful the industry is of this. You can't run a retail business and, and not be mindful of it. And ICA has gone into some very special, uh, new training areas to help with, you know, employee learning and development. But, um, yeah, I mean, it screams of opportunity. Again, we're, we're not doing a, we're doing a great job. But, you know, when you talked about how big is that number, you know, that 78% that wash it a pro wash most often, well, the more you love the experience, we already know they want and love a clean car. But the more you love the experience, uh, the more often you're going to want to go back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the good news is that the, the future is bright for us as of this this point in time, which is exciting. It absolutely is. Um, one last thing for you before I let you get back to it here. Um, one of the things we always talk about in the study is customer acquisition. So as as owners and operators are marketing to consumers, are we did we learn anything in this latest study that we maybe didn't already know? Well, um, uh, the answer is no and absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, fair. that's fair. That's I deserve that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, you know the, the 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 you know there our customers when they receive an offer or a communication um, are extremely likely to act on the offer or the communication. Okay. The problem is these are digital communications, by the way. The okay. problem is. And I, you know, this is my bugaboo. You know, I come from a, a long marketing and advertising background. People aren't getting communicated with digitally. Yep. Still less than 20% of past year car wash customers received any digital communication or at least remembered receiving any digital communication from their car wash. That could be a social media communication. That could be an email. It could be a, a text message, wh whatever that digital communication is. And I'm not trying to sell advertising here because there's a world of Facebook yeah. that um, doesn't cost you anything to speak to customers who are part of your Facebook community. Though, here's another dirty little secret in uh, one of the industries that I consult in, um, Facebook far and away is the most effective advertising medium of any highest response rate. So the pity of all this, Matt, is that it's sitting out there, it's staring us in the eye, and it does not appear that operators are taking advantage of digital communication. And if they are, it's not getting traction with consumers instead in terms of remembering it. Though those that do remember getting it are acting on it. And there's the, the era of digital communications 
has become so efficient, so cost efficient. It's just, you, you know, again, you talk about customer acquisition or driving repeat visits or getting people to consider if they're not already members of a frequent of a subscription plan. It's screaming for attention. Yeah. And he has yeah. been for quite some time, Matt. Well, we'll just keep, we'll keep being intentional about how we talk to owners and operators about it. And we'll keep yelling from the, from the mountaintops and in, in due time, Bob, we'll, we'll get that needle to shift. I, I feel good about that at least. <laughs> and by the way, Matt, if I could, could mention this, I, I, I go to a lot of car washes. Um, we have some that, some particular ones that we frequent here in the Chicago area. My wife washes her car religiously at least once a week. She is, uh, she is uh, very, very loves clean and loves a clean car as do I. Um, but what I have seen too often is, and th this isn't about digital communications, yeah. point of sale, encouraging purchase of frequent wash plans. We have a full service wash near us. You got to ask for a leaflet to find out about the frequent wash program. Conversely, I was recently down in South Florida there must have been seven cross-selling opportunities to convert uh, transactional customers into uh, subscription customers. And there was even an offer at this one that said, hey, if you're already a member, you can have 15% off on your second car. <laughs> well, come on. This is great stuff. Yeah. And, and you know, they frame up the price. We'll share some of this at the car wash show, Matt. Um, framing up the price value of why it's so smart to join a membership plan. But, you know, forget about what I said about digital communications. If you did one thing coming out of this podcast, if you're not front and center with subscription program and the value and quality of subscription, um, you're missing the boat with the consumer. Yeah. Couldn't be more yeah. important. 100%. 100%, Bob. Well, Bob, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you get back to it, um, and I, I want to make sure that everybody listening knows a couple of things. Number one, uh, you can purchase the consumer study at carwash.org, so go there and look for the consumer study. You'll be able to purchase it there if you want to get more uh, data, more insights. You just really want to get in there and see what it's all about. Um, the other thing is that um, ICA members have a unique opportunity to hear from Bob uh, I believe we're set up to do two of these this year. We just did one about a month ago or so, uh, where Bob's going to dive into some of these details with you all and kind of really give you some insights around the study to help you kind of take that back to your business and figure out what to do with this information. So that's a great opportunity. Again, that's only for ICA members. If you haven't figured it out by now, you go to carwash.org slash join <laughs> to become part of that and lots of other benefits, but we, we don't, we don't need to go into all of that today. Today is about the consumer study friends, Bob, thank you so much for, for sharing some of your insights. I always love learning uh, from you when it comes consumer study time. I think there's all kinds of fascinating information in the study. Thank you, Matt. It's been a pleasure. Friends, if you want more stories like this, uh, if you just want to be inspired or you just need ideas, uh, you can do that any time of day at carwashmagazine.com. Uh, you can download the Car Wash Magazine app or subscribe to us anywhere you're getting your podcasts. And friends, when you're out there, you know what? There's only one thing you've got to do, and that is keep it clean. 
Car Wash the Podcast is your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. Our show helps investors, owners, operators, and managers think about ways to enhance their business. Our podcast is a free on-demand audio program that provides information on the latest trends impacting the industry, tips from successful industry leaders, and inspiration for our listeners. 